0: Hey friend, welcome to Self-Transformed, a podcast redefining self-care through simple fitness, nutrition, and mindset habits. I'm your host, Emily Nichols, certified personal trainer, Whole30 coach, and Taco Tuesday enthusiast. (laughs) Hey, I know the struggle is real when it comes to taking care of you. I, too, am a busy working mom who felt physically and emotionally drained until I took action on my own transformation journey. I finally found the solutions to feeling confident and living a healthy lifestyle that doesn't feel hard, and now I'm on a mission to equip you with sustainable tools to help transform your life from the inside out, guilt-free. Together, we will simplify your health and fitness into daily habits that don't feel like another thing on your long to-do list, but daily actions that light you up instead. So if you're ready to redefine self-care and step into your own self-transformation, then let's do this. You're listening to episode 144 of Self-Transformed. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I have to laugh. If you hear... boom in the background my office the wall faces the other side of our stairs and my boys are on spring break this week and next week and we're just doing like a staycation (laughs) and they come down the stairs like a herd of elephants and the dogs too usually chasing them too so if you hear that all is well it is just my kids I'm not going to edit it out because hey This is real life and we're just sitting back having a conversation as friends, right? Absolutely. I'm so excited to bring you this new series I decided to do on the show. We haven't dug deep into movement in a while and it's something I really wanted to talk about, something that's on my heart because it is one of my biggest forms of self-care. There's so many different multiple benefits of it. It's something I'm so passionate about, coaching other people through. So today we are starting a four-part movement or fitness series to really help you reframe the way you see movement, especially if you're the type of person that is like, I don't like working out. That's fine. We're going to give you some ways to look at movement in a different way as fitness and working out in a different way and give you a diverse range of opinions from different areas of fitness. So we're going to have someone today talking to us about yoga, which is something I'm not very familiar with, but something I want to explore a lot more. We have someone coming to talk about Peloton, someone, of course, to talk about Orange Theory, um, Being an Orange Theory coach, I couldn't let that not be there. And then I'm going to wrap up the series, kind of sharing my own fitness journey and how I see movement now versus how I saw it when I started my own personal um, movement and fitness and overall self-care journey. Okay, so make sure you tune in to that. Today is day one. We're talking with Jessica Gershman of The Zen Mommy, all about the benefits of yoga for not only your body, but your mind too. I'm so excited to talk to you about this. First, I have two really, really, really big announcements. Okay. Number one, I have an opportunity for you to join me for three free classes from the self care society. I am so stoked about this. So you may be like, what is the Self-Care Society? So it's kind of like the fitness membership for your soul, as um, the um, uh, uh, creator, Danica Brysha has put it. It's live 30-minute self-care classes community. And tools to really just upgrade your daily routine. It's a big focus on habits in all areas of your life, especially self-care, and it's based off of micro habits, um, a self-care checklist that Danica has created as well. You can go back a few episodes and listen to Danica on my podcast chatting about her story and the power of self-care and habits. She is a mentor of mine. It was an honor for me to have her on the show, and it's an honor for me to to host three of these Self-Care Society classes for her as a guest guide. So this is a monthly membership, but you get to do these three free classes with me for free. I'm so excited for being a listener of Self-Transformed. There is going to be a link in the show notes, but you can also go to bit.ly slash Emily Self-Care Society and sign up for those classes. They'll be via Zoom. And they're 30 minutes. They're going to be on Monday, April 4th, Monday, April 11th, and Monday, April 18th at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. If you are Pacific Standard Time, yes, that is at 5.30 a.m. There's a lot of folks that get up and join at 5.30 to set up their week. So I will be hosting a 30-minute class each of those Mondays called Mindful Motivation. How perfect is that? So let me give you just a class description of what mindful motivation is. It's a class built to set you up for a productive, inspired, and intentional week. So we're going to work together to clear, to get super, super clear on the highest version of ourselves and go through exercises to help align with that identity. So you're going to organize your to-dos in a way that provides clarity, reduces overwhelm, and work through practices to help you better embody the state of being that you desire and set your mind up to handle really whatever comes your way that week, okay? So we have a fun dose of motivation to get you excited for the week as well and a focus on some tactical tools to stay accountable to your intention as the week goes. On. So we'll have those mindful motivation classes those three weeks. I'll be the guest guide. But you can also check out other classes within Self-Care Society. They're all virtual. They're all usually just about 30 minutes. And it's amazing. I love being part of the community. I love joining the classes. There's some on-demand classes on there as well. If you aren't able to join live, you're not on camera or anything, which is really great. And But there's such a sense of community within this group as well. So again, there's a link in the show notes to join me for these three free classes for being a listener of the Self-Transformed Podcast, go to bit.ly slash Emily Self-Care Society, and I will see you either Monday the 4th, 11th, or 18th at 8.30 a.m. Eastern for Mindful Motivation. I have some really fun classes set up, and I can't wait to see you there. Okay, the other big announcement. I feel like there should be a drum roll. Let me... That's kind of lame, okay. So very exciting announcement. Habit Breakthrough Bootcamp is coming back in just the next two weeks. Yay, I'm so excited for this. I hosted this and totally revamped my signature bootcamp program, it's free. It's a signature habit breakthrough for your mind, okay? It's gonna blow your mind thinking about the ways that you can use habit strategy to create a sustainable health plan in your life. So I totally revamped the program. We did it in January. It's time to do it again. I only do it every quarter, and it's going to be April 12th, 13th, and 14th in our Facebook community. I'll be going live every day at 12 p.m. Eastern, and I want you to join me. So It should only be about 30 minutes max each day. Day one, we're going to be talking about my simple habit method to help you take action. Usually the hardest part, right? Taking action. Day two, we're going to talk about your hierarchy of needs and why we just aren't taking care of really our basic needs and kind of redefining the way self-care looks like and losing the mom guilt and how to make that time. And then lastly, we're going to talk about why we're so resistant to change and the most powerful way to get unstuck no matter what season you're in so you can join us live on any of those days at 12 p.m eastern or watch the replay a next an extra super duper exciting layer to this free workshop you know i do a free workshop every month but this is a three-day one on steroids like it is pumped up full of information and i'm doing a major major giveaway. I can't wait because y'all, this month I have reached 100,000 downloads of the self transform Podcast. I feel like I should be having like confetti cannons going off, boop, 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 fireworks, all the other things. I have poured my heart and soul into this podcast, really finding expert guests to give you all kinds of information, motivation, inspiration around taking care of yourself. And I'm so honored that someone, <laughs> the folks have listened to my show 100,000 times. And it lined up perfectly with me having Habit Breakthrough Bootcamp already on my schedule. And I always do a giveaway during Habit Breakthrough Bootcamp because I want it to be fun. I want it to be interactive. And so since we are doing 100,000 downloads right at the same time of Habit Breakthrough Bootcamp, I'm going to do a 100K giveaway for three People during Habit Breakthrough Boot Camp. Here are the three prizes we'll be doing. One person will win a free habit hacking call with me. One person will win the Whole 30 Anytime course or the plant based Whole 30 Anytime course. And one person will win free entry into the next round of Self Transform You, which starts on Monday, April 18th. Boom, boom, boom. I'm so excited. I can't wait. All you have to do is come join us in the Facebook community. It's at bit.ly slash self-transformed fam. There's a link in the show notes to join us there as well, friend. All you got to do to enter is comment during the live or the replays of Habit Breakthrough Bootcamp. I'll be giving you a lot of cues throughout each day to remind you to comment. Those will count as entries into those various prizes. And I'll be mentioning some bonus entries that you can do to get even more entries and picking which of these you would like to do. Okay, okay? I'm super, super excited. Join the Facebook group. Links in the show notes. If you are super excited about this or want a little bit more information about this free workshop, you can text me, Habit Breakthrough Bootcamp at 773-904. 42157. You'll be one of the first to know when everything's going down, okay? I can't wait for Habit Breakthrough Bootcamp. Make sure to send me a text to join in and you'll get those reminders every day when we're going live to make sure you get your entries in. Yay! Thank you again. 100,000 downloads. I'm so honored. I can't wait for the next 100,000. The past year, the, the growth has been explosive. I can't even begin to tell you. I'll kind of do a recap here in a couple of weeks to kind of give you a better idea of what this has looked like for me and for the community and the clients we've been able to serve. But I'm just so excited for Habit Breakthrough Bootcamp. And thank you again for those 100,000 downloads. Okay, we're finally going to get into today's show, day one of four of our fitness series. Today, like I mentioned earlier, we are talking to Jessica Gershman of The Zen Mommy. And fun little fun fact on the side here, Jessica and I went to high school together, which is so fun. So let me tell you a little bit about Jessica. She is the voice behind the Mom Slow Down podcast as well as a passionate believer and the power of self-care. I was on Jessica's show last year and it was super fun talking to her about all things self-care. Through her work as a certified yoga instructor, she's a home chef. She's a dedicated mindfulness practitioner. She's created really a holistic program that supports women, especially moms, and giving them the tools to create really a satisfying life. Right? She has an app called the Zen Mommy app that will give you a full range of self-care and self-love resources, including yoga, nourishment, and mindset work to help you live more in a flow and zen state to help you show up for the ones you love the most 110% yourself. Okay, so I wanted to bring Jessica on to talk about yoga because it's one area of fitness I'm wanting to explore a lot more. I'm usually one of those type of people like some of my soulmate workouts are like you know, obviously like orange Theory, high intensity interval training. I love Shanti and like insanity workouts. Like I love those really hard, like fast-paced workouts. So to sit still and to move through my body and be mindful is very hard for me. So that's telling me that's something I need to try this next year. Because as you'll hear in this conversation with Jessica, it's not just it's not what you think. It's not just moving your body. Yoga is so much more about mindfulness, your breath and coming into your body and out of your body at the same time time. Okay, so sit back, relax. Let's listen to this um, awesome conversation with my friend Jessica from the Zen Mommy. Make sure you stick around to the end of the episode because I will share my three biggest takeaways with you. Let's go. All right, gang. I am super excited to have my friend Jessica Gershman on the show of the Zen Mommy. This is a subject I need to talk about, and I know a lot of y'all need to listen and talk about it today, too. So, Jess, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, Emily.
1: I'm so excited to be here, and let's not get it twisted. I was not always the Zen mommy. So the Zen mommy
0: is a work in progress. I love that so much. Well, let's get into that before we learn a little bit more about like your own transformation story. Can you tell me what comes to mind when you hear the word self-transformed? Sarah, I thought about this a lot because you sent me the questions and I'm like, you know, transformed is in its past
1: tense. So it's something that you've experienced. Mm-hmm. And I resonate with that because I myself have had a self-transformation, have been self-transformed. Body, mind, spirit, ego, perception, all of the things wrapped into one. And and it it just reminds me of someone that's on the path, right? So we're never really at the end Mm -hmm. of evolving. Uh, Once you get on the journey, everything changes. I mean, I went from, and we knew each other in high school, I went from a person wasn't very nice, didn't really feel good about myself. I had a lot of suffering, a lot of uh, body image issues, um, just mental chatter, recovering perfectionist. I was a perfectionist, always striving to be an overachiever. Uh, and here I am, you know, 20 years later with really a complete 180 of a transformation of someone who really let go of all of my former self and everything that was kind of, I was holding on to and all of these things that I thought made up who I was and really allowed it to evolve into who I am becoming now.
0: And so that's, it's in that journey, that self transformation. Mm -hmm, Totally. Well, we're all always on some type of journey. We're always going through some type of ebb and flow in our life, different seasons of our life, especially as moms, as our kids get bigger, like I feel like our, our lives change as they get a little bit older and just seasons alive, what you're doing as your profession, your relationship with your spouse. I mean, you're always in a constant state of transformation. I think. I think what some folks um, struggle with is letting go of that former self and being open to becoming into the new version of yourself. Right. And I love that you said that. There's a lot of that. It's scary. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot.
1: Of, yeah, it's a lot of vulnerability and openness mm. and willingness. Um, to kind of let go of your former self or this idea of your former self. Even as you transition, we talked about kids when they're little, you're really intense in the physical mommy time. Mm -hmm. And then when they're older, You're really intense in the driving time (laughs) and and a whole different aspect of, you know, you're starting to, to establish a more adult ish relationship with your kids, Mm -hmm. where you're having conversations about real life events. And you're not just in the physical doing and being for the littles, but that you're actually participating in a, in a more adult relationship and they need you less. And so, you know, letting go and allowing the evolution to take place So in yoga, when you resist what we call the flow state, which is the natural ebbs and flows of life, you feel it. Things are really hard. It's challenging. Mm. Doors are getting slammed in your face. You feel off. You know, we talk about this kind of feeling this balance, that flow state. When you're when you're accepting and open to the evolution, to the change, you're riding that wave with a little less turbulence. Mm. Mm,
0: a lot less resistance in your way yep.
1: to get yeah. to that person. And you feel it like when yeah. you're doing what you were meant to do in whatever fashion and, in and parenting and your career and your relationship, it feels good. When my, my husband and I used to talk about like our relationship being, and not always, but like an easy boy chair that, you know, like a lazy boy that you're just like, oh man, this is really comfortable and feels good. Like mm-hmm.
0: that's the flow state. Flow. Well, I love That's so much. I love that so much. Well, Jessica, can you tell us maybe a little bit more about your transformation story? Like where you were, you kind of shared a little bit, but more details as far as how you became the Zen mommy and kind of life experiences that led you to who you are and what you do today. Yeah. I mean, I was... Uh, I was a type A overachiever.
1: I uh, hid all of my anxieties and self doubt with a lot of doing. I started my career at 19 in commercial real estate to the point where I used a fake ID to go to like work cocktail parties. Uh, And I just, you know, had to be the best and the youngest and the brightest and all of the things. Uh, And with that came a whole lot of suffering. Um, Just, personal turmoil. I suffered with eating disorders and distorted eating and body image issues, which led to a lot of isolation. And if anybody has experienced, um, depression, anxiety, eating disorders, addiction, it's a very isolating experience. You know, you feel very much alone and you're also participating in behaviors and thought patterns that keep you alone. You know, that's that shame cycle that, that keeps you very kind of, um, hidden and not wanting to go out and be social and make friends and, you know, be your best self because you don't feel your best self. And, um, that, that held true for my marriage. Uh, it was a lot of ups and downs. It was very tumultuous. Um, I had tried yoga in the past. I had tried traditional talk therapy in the past. I'm, I'm a huge believer in, in therapy, uh, it's interesting. I really believe when the student is ready, the teacher arrives. And the birth of my daughter came in 2009 at the same time that the real estate market crashed. And I didn't really have a career to go back to. My dad's Mm -hmm. company went bankrupt. Um, So it was kind of forced mom, you know, full-time motherhood. Uh, I, you know, I was excited. It was my first new child. Uh, at the same time, I really didn't have anything else to go into. So I had a, a major identity crisis because everything I thought about myself up until that point, here I am, a go-getter, this is my career, Da da da. I was like stripped away. And then I was like, mom, and I was really struggling with that. Uh, and I also felt this deep, innate pressure to show up at the, as the best version of myself and I'm like how am I going to raise a competent, confident, empathetic, kind, resilient, loving young woman if I don't feel that way about myself? And so having her gave me the strength that I didn't have before. You know, to do things for her gave me more strength than doing it for myself on alone. And I stumbled into a yoga class at just a, a local studio here in Indianapolis and Like I said, I had tried yoga before and it was like granola and slow and it wasn't hard enough or fast enough. And, you know, this particular class happened to be hot yoga, hot vinyasa, where they played loud rap music and it was dark and no one could see me. And I laid in shavasana at the end and I felt incredible for the first time in my life. I felt like number one, the problems that I walked in with weren't maybe so insurmountable. They weren't as big as I thought they were. They were manageable and I felt good enough just Mm -hmm. as I was. And I had never experienced that because that inner critic was real loud in my head and had been for a really long time. And I felt self-love, just a taste of it for the first time. And I was like, whatever this is, I'm going to do more of this. Mm -hmm. And that really led me on this now 13-year love affair. And I've, I've trained all over the country from New York to San Francisco and everywhere in between um, and studied it, used it as almost my pathway to religion. I converted to Judaism, but uh, it was really a connection that I felt close to God. I felt close to something greater than myself. I, I felt close to other women. It was a safe place for the first time in my life. I really made like female friends, adult friends, because I was afraid and scared and, you know, all of the things that go with that. And so it has been every bit of a beautiful love affair and it's ebbed and flowed just like life has, but it's always been this safe place that I know I can come back to yoga has been an amazing journey for me.
0: What a beautiful story It's it's, it's always seems like we have to get to that point Where we're open for that transformation, but almost not necessarily hitting rock bottom, but in a place where you least expect it, it kind of smacks you right in the face. And it's like, oh, 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 this is what I was missing. And that's just so beautiful. It was yoga for you. That's so beautiful.
1: Yeah, it was just you know, it could be therapy. It could be coaching. It could be a lot of different avenues. It was that speak for whatever reason. Like I said, it was the right place at the right time. I was in the right space in my, in my own um, journey emotionally that I heard it and it resonated with me and it meant something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I need more of this in my life. And then once I was able to uh, teach as like, I wanted to share it with everyone as like, anyone can, if I, the quintessential perfectionist sufferer, you know, of, of internal dialogue and chatter and monkey mind and all this stuff can be transformed. Anybody can have this experience and can truly, really feel joy and presence in their life. And what I know now about experiencing the present moment and to be really engaged in my life, that is the feeling of aliveness, that's what we're all searching for. We're searching for joy, presence, connection, love, all of those things, you know, and that we have to access in the present moment that doesn't exist when we're living in our head.
0: Totally. Well, and you mentioned earlier getting in a state of flow. And when you said that, I was like, okay, I know, I know what you mean by that. And I'm sure some of the ladies listening kind of like, okay, I know what it means. Well, like I'm in the flow of things, even just like the flow through your life or like your relationships, But I feel like yoga can really help you, like you said, figure out how to be in the present moment to get in that flow state, that Zen state that you talk about as being like the Zen mommy. So for someone listening today, they're like, that sounds great, but there's no way I could ever, ever clear my mind because I have 20,000 tabs open in my head and on my computer And there's no way I could slow down enough to let my mind open and get in that Zen state. So how can someone do that? And how can yoga be an avenue to get there?
1: I think the first thing, even just that statement, like there's no way, right. Mm -hmm. And we start to shift our perspective a little bit and, and reprioritize and, and everything's about a reframe, like everything in life, right. If we want to change, our eating, our, you know, our exercise routine, we want to bring in healthy habits, we have to reframe how we're looking at it. We have to reframe, you know, how we're approaching food and using it as nourishment for our body and as energy so that we can continue to show up and be our best selves. We can approach Let's, if I just want to use the word yoga to encompass mindfulness, meditation, and like the physical practice of yoga as the same kind of thing, it's reframing this idea, you know, and I I talk to moms a lot on, on my podcast and on my platform. It's not about having the time. It's about making the time. And it's also about giving yourself the grace that it's going to look different every single day. You know, movement is, is a non-negotiable for me. And some days it looks like I get a practice with my amazing teacher from Virginia and we get a 90 minute practice and that's awesome. And other days it's five minutes. I'm going to get up from my desk. I'm going to do some stretching and take a few minutes to walk outside and just get in nature. And it's going to be different. The things about like mindfulness as a practice. So mindfulness is a state of being in the present moment without judgment, right? That's the key piece. Because we can be in the present moment and then have all sorts of things to say about it and judge it, and <laughs> it should be this way, it shouldn't be oh, that way, yeah. you know, whatever. It's but a spiral it's a, then, too. Oh right? yeah, you know? right. Oh yeah, we're 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 not in the present moment actually at all. We're just yeah. in our ego's uh, story about mm-hmm. the present moment. Mm-hmm. But these are things and and uh, and practices that we can start to incorporate in our daily lives. You pick the kids up, and I love getting the kids involved because the more that we can give these skill sets to our children earlier in life mindfulness yoga meditation hands down scientifically decrease stress increase happiness period that's like you can't argue that it's it's a fact and we can give these skill sets and it's just about reframing it's using different verbiage you know you pick the kids out from school and instead of just like mindlessly listening to the radio or whatever you're like hey let's notice something different in nature or i love picking a color when i'm driving and then noticing every time I see that color. Like mine when I first did it with my meditation teacher was yellow. And I was like, oh, I'll never see yellow. Yellow's everywhere. Yellow's every everywhere. line in the street. It's it, it's everywhere. But all of a sudden, you're like, boom, that is training my mind to show up and be right here in this experience I'm driving. And we can give that skill set to our kiddos. I also love um, incorporating breath work like at nighttime, bedtime routine is just you know, a little prayer, some deep breaths, some calming breaths, getting them to notice, getting yourself to notice where's my breath at the beginning, where's my heart rate. And if I do some, um, some organized breath just for like a minute or so, can I lower my heart rate? Can I breathe a little deeper? Can I notice that my body starts to relax and bedtime, especially for the the kiddos, uh, they are, they have so much, screen time. And there is so much information at school and so much is asked of them Hmm. on an everyday basis. And they throw sports and, and social activities on top of that. Plus what we require of them at home to give them that little reprieve moment at the end of the day to saying, Hey, everything you have is in you. You can learn to calm yourself just by doing some deep breathing, like that's a skill when they go and take the spelling test that they're nervous about or whatever. Right. Our little kids have stresses too. they you know, that are, that are big to them in their life that they're like, oh, wait, I know that if I take a few deep breaths that I won't feel so, so frantic. And I know I can, I can myself lower my heart rate and calm my body down. Like to get the family involved is just going to continue to make it more successful. You're not on an Island by yourself. You're, you're getting everybody involved in these positive habits.
0: Yeah. I love that so much. You know, I just read an article the other day, my oldest son, he's turning 14 actually tomorrow, um, which is I'm all in my feelings about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I was for 13. now I am for 14 again, but I think this will happen every year. But anyways, I was reading this article and it was like, we, we ask so much of our children you think that all they're asked of during the day and all the stimulation they're getting and stress and anxieties that they have even at any age my youngest son is 10 and you bring up spelling tests like that brings a lot of anxiety for him and we do like the breathing like where you go up and down the fingers and stuff to help calm them or whatnot but this is so we, we want to be able to give this to our children as a habit to do as something that okay this is something I could do at the end of the day to help relieve some stress get into like more of like a Zen state, clear out those tabs in their heads. So why don't we do it for ourselves? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again,
1: we talk about this, you know, we have to help ourselves before we can help others Mm -hmm. and continue to show up and be the types of mothers and entrepreneurs and, you know, badass women that we really are. And, you know, if, you've been where I was, you know, I have this image of myself where I literally was laying in a bathtub naked crying with no water in it. You know, I've been at that place of being so beat down and broken physically. My health was failing. I was in adrenal fatigue and chronic fatigue. And you had all of these, um, gray area diagnoses. I was sick all the time. I was stressed out, you know, and I've been to that place and I know you don't have to get there before you can start making these little habit shifts Mm -hmm. so that you can start to really feel good. Like now I know, if I prioritize my sleep, I get my movement in, I eat, you know, from the rainbow. I love my three S's, my smoothies, soups, and and salads as my go-to, you know, and if i work on doing my yoga practice, my mindfulness, my breathing, that I'm going to continue to show up as the best version of myself. I'm not going to get through life without suffering. I'm not going to get through life without ups and downs because none of us get out of that alive, but I know that I can continue to show up and
0: be the best version of myself. And I think that's what we all really want truly at the end of the day. Absolutely. And what better way to model that for your kids and just the healthy habits that you just mentioned? I mean, you talk about more than even just yoga. You talk about healthy eating and um, mindset work, which I think is just so beautiful. And, you know, a woman listening today, she's thinking, "Okay, I would really like to maybe try yoga. You know, you just talked about some basic breathing techniques. That would be a really great place to start incorporating that into their healthy habits. What would you say would be another step for them to try yoga cuz i know there's different forms of it and you know talking about like hot yoga with like heavy gangster rack like like i'm all about that like i'm like where was this i need to go yeah and, and also not may, for everyone <laughs> and some people may be like ooh no thank you so what would be some first steps to maybe ha- help someone get into a yoga practice or finding what type of flow of yoga feels good for them
1: or i think you know i created the app the zen mommy for the idea that when you feel more confident in something, you're more likely to continue that. So I teach yoga, meditation, mindfulness, breath work, and cooking. You know, moms have to cook. We don't usually like it, but this idea, like you can get comfortable with something in the comfort of your home that doesn't demand a lot of time, money, or energy and start to build a basic foundation. I mean, that's what I did in my studio. I saw clients one-on-one. It was like, you're not meant to see me forever. I'm meant to get you to a place where you feel mm-hmm. comfortable in your own body in in your capabilities as a person to walk into any yoga studio anywhere in the country and know that your space and your mat is all you need and you feel good to show up because this is a practice that we can do for the rest of our lives. When I looked at designing the Zen Mommy app and what I wanted to offer was very heavy alignment-based short classes. All the classes are mm-hmm. under 30 minutes. We focus on recovery, muscle recovery, foam rolling, myofascial release, you know, hip focus, shoulder focus, chest heart opening focus, because those are the kind of practices that can really set someone up for foundation to go to any yoga class. Because I recognize you've got drive time, you've got the time in the class, they're generally in an hour to 75 minutes to 90 minutes. That's mm-hmm. a lot of time commitment in yoga is meant to be done you know if you just go once a week you're you're not going to get the full benefits if you could just have a little bit like every day if you could do a little bit of breath work when you're sitting in carpool i mean that is yoga that is the practice you know if you could do a little bit of mindfulness when you take a walk before you call your girlfriends like i do walking my dog every day if i can take five minutes to just take in nature go through my five senses which is another one that i love what do i taste in my mouth what do i smell what do i hear What do I feel, you know, and go through my five senses and just take that experience in in a few minutes. I'm like, boom, I'm right there. Whatever is worrying me has, you know, I've released that energy and I can be really focused through the rest of my day. And so I think it's those little tidbits and I love what COVID did and what the pandemic did is it forced us all to get creative and do things. I never thought I would be teaching on an app through some place, but there's benefits in that people can really create a foundation and get comfortable because I know what it's like to be new. And I think it's to be a beginner and you walk into a yoga class and all of a sudden a teacher's talking about Sanskrit names and everybody looks like they have their shit together and you don't, and you're in the back going, what? So intimidating. So, and it creates stress, you know, Mm -hmm. but if you have had a little bit of experience, a little bit of foundation and understanding it's not going to be so foreign. You're going to trust that you've got this because you do. You know, and then you might be more open and willing to try out a local yoga studio.
0: Mm, I love that so much because yeah, like you just mentioned, the time I know, I'm sure you hear this a lot from your audience too, Jess. like the two biggest like challenges I hear from my clients is I don't have enough time or I feel guilty when I do take the time. Mm-hmm. So giving them little bite sized pieces to build that confidence to be like, okay, I feel this and then finally find a way to lose that mom guilt through some simple strategies such as mindset work. Um, and actually just talking to your family about why it's important that you need to do these things for yourself and more likely they're gonna be like go. She, she oh yeah, to a yoga class. Go, please. please. Go, we go. know please, you're go. nicer. <laughs> we know you're nicer when you
1: come home. I mean, for years, and I would go to yoga, and literally on the ride home, which is only about five minutes, I would call my husband, and be like, "Yeah." I really see this differently. I'm sorry about
0: X, Y, and Z. You know, you call and apologize often enough. They're going to they're gonna support you in whatever it is that you're doing. Isn't that amazing? But yeah, that seems a lot less intimidating and a lot easier. I mean, there are a lot of virtual options. I know the yoga classes I've done in person, it's very much more Um, it's been more meaningful to me in person, but we have those virtual options for folks like through the Zen Mommy app and you offer a lot of other things on there and how to nourish your body from the inside out, which I love that so, so much. That's amazing.
1: And it's nice because I mean, yoga is meant to be a community that I think is great. Mm -hmm. And you get so much by being in the energy of other people. And now that things are open up and we can do that, what's nice, and that's what I love about the app, it's little bite-sized foundations that you can feel comfortable so that you can go build that into your your time. And, you know, if you have five, 10 minutes, you're like, wait, I know I can do something. I don't have to think about it. I can throw the app on, you know, just going to lead me through. And I know I'm going to feel better afterwards. And when I can have time, maybe on a, you know, a Monday evening, like you said, was your yoga ritual or whenever you have more time, definitely carve that in because You know, your body will thank you, Mind will thank you. I have this funny story about, I I got my dad who is quintessential narcissist. I love him to death, but you know, very intense man. I worked for him for, you know, my formative years and early twenties. And he's now 74 and I got him into doing yoga a handful of years ago, mostly because, you know, he was a tennis player and he was always, and he had all these injuries, mm-hmm. but secretly I was like the little, you know, madman behind, behind the curtain. Cause I knew he was going to eventually be a better person. It, it mm-hmm. creates a softening and an acceptance. And it really isn't a practice of just going inward. My yoga teacher out in Virginia says, you know, that external eternal world is crazy. It's really crazy right now, but what we can control is what's going on inside. And we get to become curious and just reconnect with our bodies And we, as women often disconnect from our bodies, especially post-children, we don't like the changes as we age, Mm -hmm. we all butts and boobs slide down to places they've never been to before. (laughs) So we just like (laughs) vote that Island off. And it's really that invitation of self-acceptance and curiosity in your own physical, emotional, spiritual body. It's really a beautiful thing.
0: That's so beautiful, and that seems so much more obtainable and less intimidating. I hope for any woman listening today, for sure. Yeah,
1: for sure. Awesome. Me too. You know, and it is just getting these little bite-sized pieces, and it's just making that that habit of, you know, I love talking about the inner critic and the inner judge, which is our conversations in our head, mm-hmm. um, and. You know, I say this to my, my daughters who are now 13 and nine, I'm like, you know, the way we talk to ourselves in the, our head, we would never say out loud to another person. Like no, no one would be our friends. <laughs> we would not be married, you know, but we, we allow that kind of negative dialogue to go on. Uh, and it really, yoga, the yoga practice, mindset work, mindfulness meditation really challenges that inner critic and, and teaches us how to recognize when it's talking, when it's you know getting us into that negative self real, and also how to disengage.
0: Yeah, I
1: feel like yeah, that I, mine has a name. You know, her name is Jordan. She has a particular voice. I'm like, mm,
0: Jordan. I hear what you're saying and no, thanks. I'm no not thanks. participating in that today. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We've talked about that on this show before. Um, when I first started the show, one of the first episodes we had was on mindset. And um, my guest on the show was like, she named hers Karen before like Karen was like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like shut it, Karen. But yeah, I mean, if you put a name to it, it becomes more real and it becomes easier to be like, no, shutting it down. I'm going to flip the script instead of mm-hmm. saying You know these negative things, I'm going to flip it to a positive and a mindset, um, a a growth mindset versus just having a fixed negative mindset that feels so much more beautiful and so much more um, in a state of flow that will really help not only you, but everyone around you too. Yeah. The yoga sutras, right? So we're talking about
1: 5,000 year old wisdom says when a negative thought arises, replace it with a positive one. I mean, this has been going on for the beginning of time, right? mm. The inner critic has been alive since the beginning of time. When a negative thought arises, replace it with a positive one. I mean, we can take that 5,000 year old wisdom and shift it and make it relevant to today of just shifting our mindset.
0: I love that so much. I love that so much. It seems so simple that it's a matter of taking action and doing it every it's time. It's really hard. Yes. It's hard But the work. first thing is it's awareness, right? That's what we start mm-hmm. to
1: build in this practice. And I always say with awareness, comes choice. So we first build awareness, like even just that practice of picking a color when you're driving is training our mind to become aware Mm of saying we want it to focus on the color yellow. So every time that we're stuck in our thoughts in our head, which we'll do a million times a day, we're like, boom, we're back to the color yellow. And like we work out our biceps and our glutes, we train our mind the same way and it becomes easier. It is a practice. It's not going to be easy right out of the gate to sit down and, and do five minutes of meditation. It could feel painful. It could be like, whoa, that was like the longest five minutes of my life. The first 20 minute meditation I did 13 years ago, I thought was some kind of torture. It was terrible. I was like, I hate, I hate this. This is awful. I mean, I'm opening my eyes, closing my eyes. and like, everybody else has got, you know, it was miserable. You're like peeking. Oh yeah. Like, wait a minute. Is anybody else having this like very visceral awful response to sitting here, everything in my body hurt, you know, but I, I wanted to eliminate all the barriers. And I talk about in meditation, you don't have to be sitting down. You can be lying down. You don't have to have your back unsupported. You could be sitting in your car, not driving, but sitting in your car parked somewhere. Like let's take all the barriers. You can't do it wrong. You just have to show up. That's and right. no one ever told me that. So I was like, Oh, I, I can't do meditation. I'm not good at it. Well, you're not good or bad at it. You're just showing up.
0: Exactly. I love that. And like you mentioned, such so a great place to end is that this is a practice. It's not mm-hmm. something that you're like, I am skilled at this. I'm like the best ever. It's your own personal practice. And the more you do it, the more you incorporate it into your habits, the less hard it will feel. And it will feel more of that flow state.
1: Yeah. Anybody that's done a workout differently and you can't walk the next day or sit down to pee. It's the same thing with meditation. Exactly. And yoga, right? <laughs> it's
0: a practice and you build up that strength. You build up that awareness piece. Yeah. It's beautiful. I love that so much. Well, Jessica, thank you so much for this conversation. Where can everyone connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. So check out my podcast. It's called Mom Slow Down.
1: We talk about all kinds of topics from female sexual dysfunction to inherited trauma and everything in between, where moms can show up and just hear a version of themselves and all of these stories. And TikTok, I'm at the Zen Mommy and Instagram at the underscore zen underscore mommy. And my website is thezenmommy.com.
0: There we go. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciated this conversation. Like I said, I'm super interested in getting into yoga more this year when I was thinking about, I always like to take on some type of physical challenge every new year. And I was like, instead of doing like some type of like hard, like crazy race, how about I slow down instead and do something like that?
1: Yeah, that's evolution, Em, good job. (laughs) Yes,
0: you really inspired me today. So thank you so much for this conversation. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Jessica, thank you so much for this conversation. I am so excited to push myself out of my comfort zone and give yoga a try. And I hope you, dear listener, as you're listening to this episode, feel a little bit more inclined to maybe give yoga a try. Maybe that is something that is going to be of interest to you and change you not just physically but more so mentally as well. So let's talk about my three biggest takeaways from this conversation with Jessica Gershman of The Zen Mommy. Number one, when we're thinking about yoga it's not just the movement and like getting into the poses and stretching right it's about getting shifting your perspective and reframing the way you think it's a way to be present in the moment without judging yourself you know sh- you know kind of shutting up that inner critic and over time it's just tr- retraining it's training your mind you know you're shifting your perspective reframing the way you think about yourself And to sit still for that long, kind of like what Jessica and I were talking about, and close your eyes and clear out all the clutter is really hard. But the more you do it, the more I think you're going to crave it, friend. It's not just about the movement or the stretches or whatever the poses you get in when it comes to yoga. It's about the inside out. It's about the inside out, right? So Reframe the way you think about yoga first. Number two, the benefits of yoga. It decreases stress and increases happiness. I love how Jess mentioned that. I also loved how she was mentioning how you can calm yourself through deep breathing. And that deep breathing can actually just be yoga. It's not just, you know, the yoga poses like we were just talking about. And I love how she mentioned you can actually... Pass these habits onto your kids. These are actual habits you can incorporate at any time, any place, and allow your kids to have these tools to help with any type of stressors they have in their life. Because like we talked about, our kids have a lot of stressors in their life. They are just asked of so much throughout the day. If we can give them some amazing tools and then us model that to them as well, it's just going to be a game changer. And then lastly, how to get started. I love how, you know, Jessica was really real, like, hey, to like actually, you know, get in the car and like go to class, get ready, like make sure you like you kind of look presentable if you care about that. Um, And then driving back home, it's a time commitment to actually go to a class. I get that. So starting with a virtual class, like with through the Zen Mommy and just doing some basics and foundation will help you not feel so intimidated as well and save you time when you're trying to go to a yoga class for the first time, right? You know the foundations. You don't feel as intimidated. You feel a little bit more confident coming in, and then you're able to really enjoy being in community and the energy of other people. Um, I mentioned to Jessica, I've taken a few classes. I've taken a hot yoga class, which I really freaking loved. i I Like afterwards, I was trying to convince my husband to put a sauna in our bathroom, which it doesn't make sense for our setup here. It's really silly expensive too, but maybe a retirement home. will put a sauna in there. Um, but just that community and energy from other people. If you go in with an open mind and already have some of the, that self-doubt removed, that's going to help serve you for a while as well. But it's just a little bit every day. Like she mentioned, mindfulness and working on your brain is yoga too. And you can't do it wrong. You can just show up. Jessica mentioned, you know, hey, you can do this in your car. I swear, y'all, I let me know if you feel this way, too. Like, sitting in your car by yourself, I feel like, is a very high form of self-care. I used to drive a lot for my job, and I loved being in my car by myself listening to books or just jamming out to, like, 90s hip-hop rap. Or you know, I would get home and my husband would be like, "Why are you still sitting in your car in the garage?" I'm like, "I just needed a few minutes to myself." So you can take advantage of just sitting in your car in a safe way and doing some of the doing some breath work. You know, we talked about breath work a couple weeks ago with Kelly Adams here on the show as a as a tool um, in your in your transformation tool belt. So. I hope the biggest takeaway from this all is that you can't do it wrong. You just got to show up. And there's a reason why it's called a practice. It's because you practice, practice, practice. And the more you do it, the more you're going to see the benefits of yoga and moving your body and training your brain. I love that so much. So if you want to connect with Jessica, I have all the links in the show notes so you can go listen to her Mom Slow Down podcast, connect with her and her app, just Thanks so much again for coming on the show, girl. I so enjoyed this conversation. I really am putting it out there to, you know, have some accountability for me to start incorporating yoga into my self-care and movement routine. So friends, just a reminder, you can join me for those free mindful motivation classes through the Self-Care Society, where I will be a guest guide on Monday, April 4th, Monday the 11th, Monday the 18th at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. It's a free 30-minute class for being a listener of Self-Transformed bit.ly slash Emily Self Care Society. And so excited to have Habit Breakthrough Bootcamp back April 12th, 13th, and 14th. It's a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 12 p.m. Eastern every day. I'll include all the information in the show notes, but I'm so excited to pair this with my 100K giveaway and give some folks some free resources and maybe inspire you to get in on the next round of my signature program, Self Transform You, because we are transforming women's lives from the inside out. Helping them have some strategy to create sustainable health in their life that lasts. It's not just for four weeks, friends. This is a lifestyle. Buckle up. Let's go. Thanks so much for listening, friend. Any questions, you can always text me at 773 904 five seven if you have questions about self-transform you habit breakthrough boot camp these self-care society classes I am the one that texts texts you back there so send me your messages I love connecting with you there and on Instagram so exciting next couple of weeks Stay tuned here in the next couple of weeks. We're going to be talking about all things Peloton in our second series of this fitness series. All right, friend, that's all I got for you today. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll catch up with you later this week for Habit Hack Thursday.